Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Spilling the Tea Leaves. My name is Michelle. You can find me online at rememberlovehealing.com, and you can also find me on Instagram at rememberlove. And like I mentioned last episode, I am super excited for this episode because I have an amazing soul with me today who is willing to sit and be interviewed and answer all my random questions. Z, can you say hello? Hey, everybody. It's me, Z. I'm so excited. So um, I met... um, your Instagram is Soul Mama Magics, which is S O U L M A M A M A G I C K, correct? No, just K. What is just it? A K. Just K. Oh, I'm Magic sorry. So no C, just a K. And <laughs> I think we met a, f- we connected a, f- when did we connect? Like a year ago, a couple years ago? About or? a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Okay. And she's one of those uh, kindred spirits that, I stumbled across on the internet and we connected and they are absolutely amazing. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about you? Yes, I can. And I'd love to. First of all, let me say I am ridiculously excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I've been, you know, following you, like we said, about a year and a half, two years, um, when I really started like awakening and coming into like this spiritual path as a healer and a teacher of spirituality and like healing the self. And so, um, yeah, I am a Reiki master. I read tarot. I am attuned to the Akashic records and I'm also a clairaudient intuitive healer. And what that means is I can hear spirit very clearly. They just like talk to me and information just floods in. And it feels a lot like I'm just thinking and going back and forth, you know, in my own head um, in conversation, but I know it's them because they're so kind and loving and gentle. So yeah, that's a little bit about like who I am as far as spirituality and stuff is concerned and healing, but I'm also like a queer mom of five. Um, That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of kids. Yeah. And most of the time I'm like, riding solo because my partner and I were just co-parenting we're separated but um I am like what one would call the fun parent so I take my kids on like a lot of adventures hiking uh camping and most of the time I do it you know solo Uh, I have really cool special intuitive kids so um but yeah that's basically me in a nutshell just a little ditty just something (laughs) tiny no big deal (laughs) so um yeah, I have like tons of questions for you, probably pertaining to every single thing of your specialty that you, um, that you, your skills and your talents. Um, but before that, I want to ask about you, like, how did you get started on your spiritual journey? Like, what is your, what was your awakening story? Oh, my word. Um, so my awakening happened about a year before I knew what was happening. Um, and it took a little while to register. So, um, as you can physically see, I project very like masculine and I've always been that way. And I think I've always been very stuck in that controlling, like masculine energy, the energy that takes and, you know, um, no nonsense, hard, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, intense energy. And I decided after being very sure that I only wanted to parent and not carry children that I was going to carry. And I think that this deep, intense flood of feminine energy and this idea of like nurturing my body and taking care of someone else that wasn't just me, I had to learn to self-love in a really different way and take care of myself um, really for someone else in this unselfish way. And I think understanding that we are others and others are us um, really changed me and allowed that flow of like energy to come through that really aligned me with spirit. So the day that I delivered my son, um, I did end up getting pregnant first try, which I thought was bananas. I I carried my partner's egg with the same donor as our twin. So the siblings are 100% biological siblings, although they have no tie to me. But my son woke me up. Um, He was born at 29 weeks, which is 12 weeks premature. And when I was on my way to the hospital, I was just praying and praying like I'd never prayed before Mm -hmm. um, that 
the universe wouldn't take my son. Uh, and when I got to the hospital and I was going through the birthing process, it was really beautiful. Um, I was terrified, but I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I think the first time in my life that it was like a pure prayer. Yeah. Um, and when my son was born, that last push, um, I feel, it's what one would say is like an outer body, uh, 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 like a near death experience in reverse yeah. where like, I felt like I just woke the hell up. Like, what was that? And I felt washed over in this like golden light. And I just knew that my son was going to be okay. I just felt it immediately. Yeah. Then that was in December, 2015. Mm-hmm. Moving through the election cycle the next year, I started to feel like crazy floods of energy. It was really strange because I'm very in tune. Um, I've had a couple of like psychiatric things come up, suicide attempts and, you know, lots of trauma that I worked through. And um, after two years of stopping my life to go to outpatient treatment, severe OCD, it debilitated me. I couldn't leave my space for six, seven months. Um, and that final suicide attempt really triggered something that said, life has to change. I can't keep doing this like this. I don't want to live like this. Yeah. And um, all of those feelings were very, I was in tune with them. So I knew what I was experiencing, that anxiety, those feelings of like, I don't know what to do with myself. It wasn't mine. I knew it wasn't mine, but I couldn't explain it any other way. And my therapist said, you know, after a couple of months, she's like, you're really in tune. Maybe you should, I really shouldn't say this, but maybe you should see a, a spiritual healer, a psych something. I don't know. But Your this therapist healed, said that? Yes, but check this out. It wasn't until months later that I realized that she had crystals everywhere. But I wasn't aware because I wasn't aligned to that vibration. Yeah. I was just like, this lady's crazy with all these fucking fancy rocks in here. Like, what the hell? <laughs> these fancy rocks. <laughs> I love it. You know? But um, no, it was, it was very clear that, like, she was aligned with my path as well. Yeah. And so after, um, after that, I had a psychic reading done. And the guy said to me, hey, just sit, meditate. You're clairaudient. And I was like, what the hell is that? He was like, you know, clairvoyant means seeing clearly. Clairaudient means hearing clearly. And he gave me these examples in my life very clearly that there's no way he would have known unless he knew me. It's not like on social media or anything. Yeah. He basically about this one time that I had driven in the car and had like fallen asleep and I got home and he showed me spirit took the wheel. I was very connected. He showed me my suicide attempt and how I had had this panic attack, but it wasn't actually a panic attack. It was spirit telling me, get out of the room, get out of the room, go, 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 run, call someone. So when he gave me these clear examples, my heart stopped and I was like, oh my God, this is real. I, I know this is real. And the next three days I meditated and nothing, not a single thing. I couldn't get my mind to stop. Yeah. The fourth day, I had a really hard day at work. I got home. I was like, everybody leave me alone. Kids are crying. I'm like, I'm not talking to anybody until I get in the shower. Got in the shower, listened to the water. Next thing I know, I'm being flooded by that golden light. The same light of the day that I delivered my son. Yeah. And I felt them immediately. And they said, we're here. We've always been here. And I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I thought I was losing my mind, but my heart said, no, this is, this is real. And I said, we, who's, who's we? And they said, as clear as day, Susan, James, Kyle, Evelyn, Evelyn, and I dropped to my knees and I started sobbing and all I could do was say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they showed me every moment in my life when they had showed up so clearly. And I just, I believed it. And wow. my first question to them was like, like how, like, why would people believe me? Right. And they said, because you've been through so much, there's no way, there's no way they wouldn't know that this was true. Yeah. And so I started telling my story and I started sitting and listening and they showed me everything. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So you, you know, would you call them your, uh, spirit guides, your, is that the term that you would, what is it? They're my my family. Your family. Okay. Yeah. love that. Yeah. We're just in different places right now, but our antennas are so good. (laughs) That's, I mean, the fact that you are so connected is, um, to me, it's amazing. And I've never had the ability, I've never met a clear audit person either. So it's really, Mm. 
we've all experienced like moments where I'm like, oh, I heard something, but never to the point where I'm like, no, this is what it is. Like it's, <laughs> it's my spirit. Family. Yeah. I hear them. Are they always with you? Do you always, are, are you like constantly in connection with them? All day. Yeah. It okay. doesn't stop. And you know, it makes, it can make things a little complex for me too. Cause um, I work for transit, right? I work for yeah. the railroad. And walking through Grand Central in New York City, it's very charged. So when you can hear spirit and they're chattering all the time, I was like, get off the train and run to the office, you know? Yeah. So um, it, can, it can get loaded. So it took me a little while to learn to protect myself, um, yeah. which is also why I'm covered in like stones all the time. And I push my aura out really big. I put myself in healing bubbles and things like that um, yeah. because I am incredibly sensitive. I am. I'm going to chat all day. Do you hear other people's spirits or like people that have passed on? Is that like a, a, a skill that you you do? It's consistent. Yeah. How do you, and you manage it with your tools, with crystals and totally. grounding And also yourself. I'm respectful too. You know, you don't just run up to people and read them for fills. You oh can't. God, I wish you would. <laughs> that is one of the most jarring things that you can do. And you know, yeah. I've seen like on TV and stuff, like other mediums who go up to people and like, hi, hi, I'm hi. No, like people will find you when they need to find you. And I firmly believe in that because they're not ready to receive the information until yeah. they're ready to yeah so it's difficult sometimes too because i know the information is pressing yeah. spirit comes through and they like have something to tell you they have something to tell you but when you're not ready to receive it you're not so i wait i wait till people find me okay so as full disclosure um i did have an akashic akashic how do you say it correctly akashic, akashic. Sorry, it's my uh, Latina voice. Can't say it right. <laughs> record reading uh, with Z a few days ago, and it was it kind of opened a few things that I I, I knew that I was I well no let me rephrase that that I thought that I had worked through, and then all of a sudden after the readings, um, it it kind of opened up like this, I could only describe as a waterfall. So mm -hmm. if you've listened to the podcast before, I have issues with uh, my father. He was very abusive and um, I was raised in a very fear-based home because everything that I did was either a trigger or I didn't feel good enough. And again, I thought these issues were like, yeah, I had an abusive home. It made me who I am today and I'm okay with it. So fast forward to this reading and she's like, well, you haven't had, um, the darkest day of the soul is what you, yeah, dark, night, dark night of the soul, dark night of the soul, which I ended up looking up because it's not a term that I'm familiar with. And as I'm, I'm like laying in bed and, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm a, I don't know. I, I dealt with this. You're like, I don't, I don't, it's fine. I, I, it's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. It's fine. And then things start coming up and all these like videos start coming up on my feed that I, I mean, women mm. dealing with like confronting their father. There was one where this woman was like screaming and I was like, Oh my God, I feel that scream. And I'm sitting at my desk sobbing. And then this other very popular, uh, YouTube channel that I'm sure a lot of people have seen of, um, they call him the YouTube dad. So it's people that didn't have a father and he's mm. making up all these videos for them and he's constantly coming up. And I'm like, I don't even subscribe to this guy, but it's like always there. So anyway, so she hit upon, she hit upon these really, this big thing that I'm not, that for the most part I've told people, I dealt with it. I'm okay. And they're like, Z's like, nope, you did not. <laughs> and spirit told me you have not. And this is something that you need to go through again. So I'm going to ask you a little bit about the Akashic Records. Like, how did you fall into that? How did you discover discover it? And then how did you have your awakening? Like, how not your awakening, your ability to do this, right? Like, I, I've seen books, I've heard people, but I don't even know how to even get there. Yeah. How'd you get there? So 
I, funny story, I was just having this conversation with somebody this morning. I have known about the Akashic Records since I was really little. Really? And that's how I know that I was supposed to be in tune with them. Okay. I was obsessed with Unsolved Mysteries. I and love that show. <laughs> oh, I know, because witches love that show. It's love like the show. most bizarre thing, right? Witches, ask any witch, they'll be like, Unsolved Mysteries? Oh my God, when I was seven? Like, absolutely. <laughs> yes, it came on. <laughs> UFOs and aliens, outer yes. space. Yeah, yes. of course. That, yes. I'm so here for that. So I saw the Akashic Records that they mentioned something. It was like a 30 second snippet yeah. about the Akashic Records in another story. Yeah. I don't remember what that story was about, but I sure as shit remember the Akashic Records. And it was just an understanding of like the universe's library. Right? Just something tiny, no big deal. Yeah, no, no big deal. And it was just, I was so drawn to it. Um, that when I was 15 and our parents got us a computer and we got like America online, it's one of the first three things that I searched. One was a queer youth group. The next one was the Akashic records. And the third one was, um, how to like, I and one of the three was the Akashic records. Yeah. And, um, I've always been drawn to it. So when I started awakening, um, first I got attuned to Reiki. Um, and then that, I don't know if you know, but when you get attuned to Reiki too, you're actually accessing a part of the Akashic records, which is why you can heal through lifetimes. See, that makes sense. Yeah. But I did not. Okay. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead, teacher. Please. So, and Come also on. when you get attuned to Reiki too, the images and stuff during Reiki become clearer. So before you could feel the energy, but Reiki too, and like Reiki masters is like next level in the Akashic yeah. Records because you're able to feel and sense things in a different way. You're aligned to different vibration. And it's a vibration that pulls you into the books to heal karmically. Anything okay. having to do with lifetimes is in the records. So you're, you're, you have access to a certain portion of the records. So when I got attuned to Reiki, I... Um, I started connecting with like other people. And one of the people that I connected with was a friend from high school, um, love her dearly. Um, and she was on her own like path and she had gotten attuned to the Akashic Records and she said, hey, this thing, the Akashic Records, I was like, wait, the who, the what? I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah. Um, and I just, I found the teacher, I found the space. Um, I got attuned by Christina Cross at Maha Rose in Brooklyn. If anyone feels called to it, please, she is. She will change your life. She's spectacular. Okay. Um, and there you get an attunement like you would Reiki. Mm -hmm. So I knew the entire time that like, this was something that I wanted to do. And then when I started recognizing that I was um, clairaudient and things like that, it all started aligning. And I started just asking spirit, like, what next? What next? And they're like, it's time to move into your light as a healer and a teacher. And so here you go. And they threw everything in my path. And I ended up getting attuned to the Akashic Records um, wow. through Christina. And then okay. that just gave me like clearer access because with my clear audience, I've been attuned to the records for quite some time. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know what was happening. So the cool thing about being attuned to the records now is that the prayer helps to like slow down the trickle of information. Okay. So if I open your records and I'm reading you, that's the only time spirit's going to give me information about you. And then we close your book and I'm done. I'm not hearing anything else about you, which okay. has been ridiculously helpful because I'm so sensitive. So it helps you kind of make that boundary saying, okay, this is the moment where I can connect with you, bring it. And now as soon as we're done, we're done. Correct. Okay. And then we're done and we close the, literally close the book on it. Um, okay. And for anybody who doesn't know, the Akashic Records is, it's a, it's a library in the ether somewhere up in the cosmos. And it houses the journal of every single soul. And your soul tells its story through lifetimes and imprints them in these books. So with a prayer you used to get in and everybody and the person's name, their like full legal name, that name carries a vibration and it mm -hmm. opens up your book. It pulls the record keepers go running in, in the records and the library and they go pull your book and they bring it to me and then they open it up in front of me and it's blank pages and I just dive right in. It's it really lovely <laughs> if you i'm going to put z's information on the um in the description because if you have not had the joy of having a reading it is actually really spectacular 
and mind blowing. And when we first opened it up and when we first started talking, I told her, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be read for filth in a minute because (laughs) I know spirit always tries to get my attention. And I, when I don't feel like it, I purposely don't pay attention and it's stuff that I do. And I know that I do that subconsciously and consciously sometimes. I mean, we're on a lockdown right now. Like I just, I want to play Animal Crossing and, <laughs> and just drink a margarita and watch YouTube. Right. Like that's all that I want to do right now. Um, okay. So if you are comfortable, you're, you said you had five children. Yes. And one of the things that you mentioned is that you feel called to, your kids are very woke. Yo, they are. You also have a pool to work with, with children. Like how do you balance woke kids in a muggle world, especially? Yeah, right? Yeah. So um, I think one of the things that I do is I parent very consciously. Okay. Um, I understand that my kids are all very different and they have different sensitivities. And so honoring each of them, like uh, my oldest, my daughter, she was in foster care and then um, we adopted her. And we know that she has traumas that like our other children haven't experienced right Mm -hmm. and so we're sensitive and mindful to that so she has different ways of expressing herself and also being you know gifted in her own way she doesn't know 100% what it means but she can smell things very clearly she knew her grandmother has had passed away before anybody else did because she could clearly smell her and said I don't think grandma Nancy's okay and so you know she's very intuitive in her own right. So we have to be mindful of things like that with her. Like, whereas my son Levi, who's very in tune with crystals and can hear clearly like I can, you know, he's more rambunctious, but I also understand that he has moments where he needs to have his space so he can set up his crystals and have his quiet time. And so being aware and mindful that they're all very different and that they need different things um, is important. But I think as far as like, the greater picture here is that I think raising our kids to understand the oneness of everything is really important, even particularly now with like the coronavirus happening where this isn't about me. I'm not wearing a mask for me. I'm wearing a mask for you because I see the God in you too. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I teach my kids on a consistent basis that we do a lot of the things in our lives like not just for ourselves, but because we're seeing our reflection in other people. We see ourselves, our spirit. We see this wholeness and fullness of God in everything. And it's funny because one of the first things that I asked when I uh, read my own records and, the, and, and I said, you know, is God real? Is God real? I need to like, for real, for real. Y'all tell me, is God real? You want to know what they showed me? They showed me this big, huge piece of like amethyst crystal because yeah. I love crystal. They know and they they're like this is god and then they drop the crystal on the ground and it broke into a million pieces and it said and this is you all of you do you understand this is what i teach my children yeah we're all crystalline we're god inside and we need to be able to recognize the god in everyone and once you do that you can teach your kids kindness and compassion they will never lose they will never lose with that Because it will come back full circle all the time. It's karmic. It's an energy that we create. What we give comes back to us. So if we teach our children to love fully, no matter what, that's one of the beautiful things that the Akashic Records have taught me that like, there's no judgment in this lifetime from me anymore. I was a rapist. I was a murderer. I was a terrible prince um, who killed so many people. I was a thief, man. I was serial killer. I've been so many awful, awful, disgusting, vile things, but I don't judge anymore because I've also seen the beautiful things I've been. I've been a healer who saved my village from, you know, terror and illness. Um, I was a seer who taught children how to be like intuitive and lead their village and their, and their people to better days. And so I've been able to see the fullness of lifetimes to be able to bring them here. So understanding that in every lifetime, it's always been when we help each other is when we help ourselves the most. And so being able to be in tune with that and teaching to my children, that's been beautiful and to see my children be little healers themselves and push that out has been uh, so rewarding and just makes 
my life's purpose even fuller, right? Which is ultimately opening a center to teach children how to heal. I mean, like a Montessori school for baby healers. Can we do that? So I don't know if I ever, I don't know part of, so a funny story, part of my, uh, the name remember love, the word remember is remember to put back together, Mm. to put back together love, which is, I think the ultimate source. So it is essentially that description of the crystal breaking and we're all individual pieces of the giant thing. It's per, it, it's beautiful. Yes. Yes. It's, it's that, it's just exactly that. Uh, I got chills all of a sudden. I'm going to open a spirituality healing center and I'm taking Z with me and we are, um, she's going to be in charge of the Montessori school for the woke children. So as soon as that center is available, we'll go ahead and link it and, um, you can all sign up your children. Yes. So another part of what you do is um, tarot cards. Mm -hmm. And as much as I like to uh, work with cards, I do struggle with the tarot cards, uh, the traditional cards, especially. I prefer the oracle cards because it's uh, easier for me to to process. And then Mm -hmm. it's easier for me. The tarot cards I struggle with. I still, I've gone through three or four decks and every single deck I've given away the uh, uh, Rider Waite deck. I've just given them away because I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to learn it. And then I just can't resonate with it. How do Mm. you uh, work with these cards? Like what, how, how do you integrate them as part of your practice? Yeah. So um, tarot cards were the first sort of like medium for me for channeling spirit, like Mm -hmm. um, writing I've always done because clear audience and like thought. So I can even tell in like my handwriting when it's me, 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 and when it's spirit channeling um, because my handwriting changes, it's the most bizarre thing. So writing has been a way for me to channel since I was young. Um, but as I moved more into like spirituality and understanding my clear audience, I kept having these really weird and vivid dreams where I would see tarot cards. Like I was on the subway. I never, I was never like interested in tarot at all. Um, but in my dream, I was on a subway in New York city and like all the advertisements like flashing by like really quickly. And one of them was a tarot card and I looked back and it was the magician like really big. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I noticed it. A couple of days later in real life, I'm walking through New York City and a card just like like floats like right past me, just like a playing card. But um, it was card number, like the ace of, of uh, spades. And I don't know why in my brain that represented that at the same time, even though it doesn't in real life. But in my brain, it was like, this is too coincidental, a card floating past you, a tarot. So I, yeah. I got off the train and I took a walk uh, Union Square and picked up my first tarot deck, which was the Rider, the Rider Waite deck. Yeah. And um, immediately I opened it and I looked at the cards and I felt myself in the card. Like I was able to pan and look all the way around and notice things in the card that like weren't physically there. And I was just kind of blown away. So yeah. I went home and I said to my, to my wife at the time, um, Christina, quickly, um, think of a question in your head, like a pressing question. Okay, ready? And I pulled a card and I was like, um, this is what I see. And she was blown away. She was blown away. You were able to read it immediately. Yes, because I stayed away from traditional meanings, which we can, like, yes, they're tried and true. They're yeah. tried and true because the, like the tower is always going to be the tower. When I see the tower, that's the tower. But that's a tower. Like you can get that. Like you don't even no. need to see the book. You don't need to, to do anything with that. You yeah. know it's a tower. But like another card, let's say five of pentacles, right? You're How did you know that's what I was thinking? <laughs> no kidding. Oh, you're such a weirdo. <laughs> let's just say I was like five of pentacles. pentacles. <laughs> um, it looks like a card of someone like, you know, uh, the five of pentacles is, it's someone working like really, really hard, like trying to put all their coins together, things like growing and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you, if you look at the card, you're like, oh, you're going to grow a garden. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. But it could you're like, be uh-huh. 
financial abundance and the things that you need to do. And so when I stopped trying to think about what the actual meaning of the card was and like, oh, coins mean abundance and this means this and five means this and earth, uh, you know, earth element. It's like, no, stop thinking about that. Look at the card and feel into the energy. Trust what you feel and what it's telling you. So if you're looking at a card and it's saying, you know, um, go outside and get fresh air, like maybe do that because you don't know what's going to happen outside and you just kind of have to trust that, right? See, it's okay. So you say that, right? But then if you, let's say, share this image of the five of pentacles and, and give your own interpretation, there's like 40 other people that are going to come and be like, that's not what it means. That's not what it means. And I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a confidence issue that I had with the car. Yeah. I'm about to go buy my fifth deck right now. Okay. Just, <laughs> you know what? Send me the address, boo, because I'm about to buy you one. I'm going to buy you the most delicious one that you could possibly have. How about that? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. No, but you, are. yes, it is. And, you're, you're doing it intuitively. My tarot, my tarot class, my <laughs> intuitive tarot class. So you can come trust your instinct because that's all it is. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, like, they're like, oh my God, it's so cool that you have like this gift. And like, it's so amazing. And I say to them all the time, the difference between me and you is that when the stuff comes up, I trust it. If I hear very clearly great grandma nancy said to go put your shoes on and blah 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 and you're like um excuse me how did you know great grandma nancy bought me those shoes like i didn't yeah i, I, I really didn't yeah. i trusted them i trusted that what i was getting was real because it felt like it to me in here something said huh this is this could be real fuck it, fuck it. i'm saying it and even when it's like a little wrong mm-hmm. it's really not there's just, there's a misunderstanding. And I'll give you a perfect example. A friend of mine, I said, I think your brother's wife is pregnant. I'm seeing elephants. And she's like, no, she can't have children. And I said, no, no, it is. It is. I promise you. I see your brother and I see children and an elephant. Sure as shit. Turns out it was her other brother who got this Indian girl pregnant. And that's why I was seeing elephants. It's the love of his life, but they weren't married. And there was no way that they were going to have babies because that's not what they were doing for sure. Shit. She was pregnant. So the message was, was correct. The interpretation of the person was incorrect because I don't interpret. I just just, give the images. You're just channeling what's coming out. You're not filtering it through your own thoughts or opinions or anything else. So if I see a cactus with 21 thorns and one is glowing, I'm going to say there's a cactus with 21 thorns and one is glowing. I don't know what that means to you, but it doesn't feel very good to me. That 21 feels pressing. Like that's what I'll say. Okay. It's an energy. And when you start trusting that, um, it'll just like keep showing up. So tarot for me is very intuitive. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know many of the traditional meanings, if I'm being honest. I just okay. go based on what it feels like. See, that's and that's what I'm about is follow your intuition. But for some reason, in this particular era, the tarot, I'm just like, nope, because that's not what the books, that's not what the book says. Yeah. So I have to be wrong, but everybody goes by the book. I feel like, and I understand it's a foundation for many, but following your intuition, you know, I just need to listen. Right. I just, and it's different too, because if you're one of those person, one of those people that follows by the book, the cards are going to show up that way where the meanings are very specific based on, on by the book. But you can ask me a question about your business and I get this beautiful two of cups card that talks about karmic love. Right. And people are like, Oh, two of cups. That's like weird. But that's how spirit knows that I'm going to understand it because I read intuitively. So that two of cup to me means there's a partnership coming in and it's really full and to give you know, it's about Mm -hmm. truth and all these things. So it's really different. And then, you know, tarot cards are very specific to the reader too. I have, 30, 40 decks, and I use the same four or five over and over again because they have a very specific energy. They do. That um, they do. They're absolutely yeah. true. They're absolutely My true. My favorite deck is the Fountain Tarot, illustrated by Jonathan Saez. He is phenomenal. And the imagery, it's cold, right? So yeah. it gives this dark, intense, masculine energy, but the brush strokes are so soft and the colors and the imagery. So it has this beautiful, like balanced, masculine. Yeah. Can you post pictures of that on your um, Instagram? Cause I would love to see it. Now. Yeah. Um, But it's a lovely, lovely deck. Um, So, and the cards will tell me too, like who to read, like which ones to use for what reading. Sometimes I'll read someone and they'll say, use these. They're not going to understand those other ones. It won't be clear enough for them. They're more visual. Okay. So it's, it's different. It's just a matter of trusting your gut, like you said. All right. I'm going to start practicing. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, 
one of the things I discovered right prior to starting this episode is that you are also into astrology. Another realm that I am completely, completely out of my element. Um, <laughs> how did you come into that? Like, how did you, is it, it was just part of your spiritual journey? Was it just something that you found interesting when you were younger? Like, what is your Anyone will tell you that I was always like, oh my God, can you stop saying that? Oh, because you're a Gemini, you're going to do that. Oh, because you're a Karen. Oh my God, it's so annoying. Like that was me all the time. And now I'm like, oh, what's your star sign? Oh, honey, Gemini, Cancer Moon, oh, let's talk. Um, (laughs) But this this is like a new aspect for me too that I'm really getting into. Um, Okay. I'm understanding more and it's like aligning more with my trajectory, I think. Um, so the astrology stuff is really new, probably the better part of like two months, three months since I've been starting to host like healing circle, like moon circles. Yeah. Um, cause I'm just kind of really stepping into that, you know, spiritual teacher energy, right? I like, love that. I've been yeah. doing healing sessions for the better part of two years now, but it's been since I came back from Mexico in February that I started doing my, um, like teaching, teaching, right? Okay. Um, the Levine, my teacher and ugh, love human <laughs> world teacher. My God, I love her so much. This woman, um, she gave me a lovely opportunity when we were on the Reiki Masters retreat. One of our tasks was to teach a class, any class, it could be whatever. And I taught intuitive tarot and she loved it. And she gave me the opportunity to teach at like one of the biggest healing centers like around. And um, that's when I really started stepping into this light of like teacher. Like I, I want to give people the power to heal themselves. Yeah. And so line aligning with that, like hosting moon circles um, and moving into that like teacher light. I've, read more things and started looking stuff up. And that's kind of what happened with my clairaudiency, right? Mm-hmm. When I heard like your clairaudient, I was like, what is that? I got to find out all the information. <laughs> and I did. I spent months just Googling and, and yeah. seeing what, and now it's the same with like astrology, learning as much as I can. Um, because I'm seeing now how the cosmos and the records are aligned. Um, And it's been clear to show me that in my past lives, I was a master, uh, an ex, what they call an expert in the Akashic records. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I did was I used the stars to access the stories. And so I find it really interesting that since I went to Mexico, where they showed me one of these main astrological sites is Punto Cometa is this one of the top five astronomical, you know, astral places in in the world. Um, And I was perfectly aligned with that. And it just opened up this gateway that says, okay, now you need to learn about this because it's important for the work that you do. So the past three months, I've been really starting to get into like astrology, but in the records, which is even more. Yeah. I've been able to see so much information about like the cosmos. So any messages for the world as a whole right now, as a collective, is there something that we should be doing, saying, thinking, like just bring it. Just um, in general, like with energy and the cosmos and the stars and what I've been receiving from the records in relation to the coronavirus and why it's all happening right now, Mm -hmm. there is this energetic alignment that's happening in the cosmos with like all of these planets being in retrograde at the same time, all of these things kind of aligning and trajectories, solar flares are up, like all of this energy is ramped up. And when we also think about our energetic bodies as spirits having this like very earthbound experience, um, all of our vibrations are like starting to raise too because we are having concern for other people. We're worried about our loved ones who we can't see and touch. And this idea of being so incredibly disconnected physically Mm -hmm. is we're understanding the real disconnection here and how our bodies are keeping our souls separate. This idea of like not being able to breathe, the disease being here in the chest, in the lungs, that's all connected. It's about that cosmic, you know, universal breath that we all take as one and then exhale. When we're not taking care of our planet, we're not taking care of ourselves. Spirit literally said to me, if it's hard to breathe now, imagine yeah. When we've sucked up all the earth, 
killed all of our trees and our plants, taken all the animals away. Like, think about that. If you cannot breathe now, what's that going to feel like yeah. when we have no choice, right? And so they've been clear that this is a shift in the collective consciousness about understanding the oneness of everything. We protect, we wear masks to protect you because we see ourselves and our being and our existence through you. That's a real thing that we have not been learning and the universe has been showing it to us. You think people coming in and flooding from other countries and you know our administration here in the US detaining them is not a real thing, creating this separation. The universe is showing me and showing us enough with the separation, more with the oneness because I live through you. You live through me. And when yeah. we start really receiving that message, oh my God, we, nothing's going to change. We're going to be in this perpetual, is COVID's going to keep happening in whatever way it needs to happen. I mean, it's, it, yes, I fully believe that it's just going to keep coming back over it's, and over and again. And it's circled around, you know, it was the Holocaust. It was slavery. It was all of that, this disconnection to God. But recognizing that this God is just, us in human form because we're an amethyst that's been broken into millions and millions of pieces we're all crystalline and when we see the crystalline in each other then then things will change and that is the message here take care of your brother and sister that's a real thing that's that, a real thing you're so inspiring <laughs> my god like i want to start working now again stop saying animal crossing no but you're absolutely right you're absolutely right i think it's it is a shift in the collective that either we recognize it or it's just going to keep happening over and over again yeah as a member of oh. the go ahead with, with that said when i first awakened um one of the hugest downloads that i got was that um 2020 was a big year for awakening and then 2025 and um and it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine who's huge into astrology and she said, oh, you know, want to know what's funny? In 2025, we move into this new age where it's all about like love and connection. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And like something about some planet aligning and they haven't done this in like eons. Oh, kidding. And I mean, million, millions of years and it's happening again. And so 2016, when I, 20, uh, there was 2011 was the first huge wave, right? Yeah. When, uh, I mean, uh, 2001, when 9-11 happened, that was the first huge wave where the consciousness was sort of lifted. And everyone thinks back like 10 to 12 years ago, things were, our lives were like a little crazy. Yeah. Right? Personal lives, not just what was happening in the world, but personal lives were a little crazy. And this was to draw attention to the craziness and how to stop the crazy, right? Then we pushed to 2012. That was the next huge awakening. December 2012, the world was gonna end. The Mayans predicted all this stuff. But shit really changed in 2020. Yes. Consciousness changed. Yeah. People started really elevating. That's when the Trader Joe's started popping up and all the health stores. And, <laughs> you know, because people were being more conscious. Yoga took off, mind-body connection. People yeah. were starting yeah. to really understand vibration, right? Then 2016, the election. Oh, shit. Everything shifted. People, yeah. spirit flooded in. In 2016, all the healers popped up out of nowhere. And then 2020, now this is jarring people. It's showing them that we're all connected. And then 2025, something huge happens. I'm not going to get into it here, but something massive happens that really, really stirs up the collective. So either we have our shit together by then or we're in or for another. And sometimes shot. that could be your life, like coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So what do you, what do you think of, because this is something that I, I spoke about in the last episode of the people within the new age community, all the conspiracy theories, sharing the misinformation, what, how, how would you recommend the a normal person that's just coming into this, just saying, listen, I need to change. I see the light. I want to become a light worker, but then they go into any social media where it's all accessible, that's your community, your instant community per se. Right. And then you have a lot of our leaders yeah. or mentors or guru, self-proclaimed gurus, right? Sharing a lot of misinformation. Like what would you recommend a normal person to do or how to filter that? So one of the things that I like to tell people all the time is like gut checking things, right? Like, 
oh, COVID vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I would never. I don't think like that, right? It's like, yeah. would I? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I not. love a good I, conspiracy theory too. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not like it all plays out, right? I'm also that person who's like, oh, iPhone update. I'm going to wait a few days. <laughs> you know, like I'm also that person a little more like on the cautious side yeah. when it comes to things like that. But I think one of the lovely things is when you really start to trust your intuition, like gut checking it. Um, I will also kind of say this, and this could just be me, you know, my perception, whatever. But sometimes I think that certain healers um, see the platform as a way to push what their ego says to push. And it can become sort of a little bit more on like a personal level. And again, hey, to each their own, people who vibrate with that energy are going to find those healers, right? Yeah. Um, but there's something really like contrived to that. Um, healers who say, this is a very specific way to do this. Whenever I do sessions, I'm like, hey, spirit is saying like, this is probably the best way to do it, but also, you know, free will and maybe try this or that or whatever feels good to you. You right? can't and break think, it. Yeah. Yay. Right. And I think that's really the way to go about it because you yeah. can tell somebody turn left and whatever you do, don't turn right. Cause it's going to ruin the trajectory of your life and they're going to do what they want and they're going to turn right. Yeah. So, um, free will is really at play here. And I think ego is at play here. So when I, when I would, I would just tell people to really like gut check, you know, your what what it feels like um yeah. gut check your connection to healers like i've been to a healer or two where after my session i was like oh shit i'm not coming back no. <laughs> i don't feel right that's not good i don't like, like it oh, that and energy my, was not like what i was trying to get into but okay yeah. and vibration's um, different you can have two opposing frequencies absolutely. and that's fine that's fine absolutely and it's nothing personal you know yeah. and that's the thing it's like um if you're just not aligning with like a healer it's not personal, go yeah. on, you know? but, um, but some of these like, and not just healers, like just regular people <laughs> um, who are just like pushing all this like misinformation, look at it, it's ego. It, yes. It's 100% ego. Uh, it's so refreshing to hear somebody else say, say what I have Absolutely. been like preaching. I'm just like, it's not, that's not what it is. It's personal. I'm like, yeah. all right, you don't want to get the vaccine and you think it's the demon and the devil incarnate in like a little vial, knock yourself out. But you know what? If they keep showing up with these random weird infections and kids are dying and there's a possibility, yeah, you know what? Maybe I might just trust science because also I'm a smart human. So, uh, and you know, cons conspiracy theories are a thing, right? Because yeah. like the universe has also shown me that we don't know a lot, mm. big, weird, a grain of sand. Yeah. And you know, um, there is some sort of bigger entity or force that's working globally and the connection is not like the Illuminati, like they make it you know like this dark crazy. like but bill it, gates it, is coming to your house and like oh injecting God, like, honestly people get out of here with that <laughs> but i'm not judging you know what i'm saying if that's what you really believe on your no. gut is like oh yeah that's it hey maybe you know some shit that i do not know but also <laughs> that being said you know there are certain conspiracy theories they're theories because hey they could be real right yeah but i'm also like pretty smart person too who's who's founded in like science and things that are tangible and that I can see and if yeah. I see that a scene is like not killing a thousand people and actually saving 50,000 then you know what it's possible I might actually do that because science yeah um, but, you know I think all the other stuff you know what people believe is what they believe and that's and yeah. that's beautiful I'm not, I'm not judging yeah but I would gut check gut check or, okay I mean yes I think it's for me, it's the misinformation where you're risking somebody, where they're telling people you don't have to take your asthma medication because Karen is selling doTERRA or Young Living and she's telling you right. to take lavender oil. I'm like, no, please. No, that's right. not. Don't right. do that. And there um, are certain things, right, that like medicine before. I mean, look, the natives, they didn't get sick till we already know. So so let we're going to be realistic here plants essences herbs they heal but yes. you have to like not have any other shit that like can't be healed by a, a plant yes there's i mean medicine has been derived from plants i get that at some level plants do help of course i if everything i mean i have an right. herb i love plants i love of everything course. yes but there's certain instances <laughs> yeah where i'm like this eucalyptus ain't cutting it right and not more eucalyptus yeah it's great 
the supplements and to help healing on a vibrational medicinal level, right? Because yes. they carry vibration and it moves energy and that's lovely, but also in conjunction with traditional at this point we are, are yes. people of color awesome. and 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 we have been taken over we're no longer living off the land I, we would love to we you know christopher columbus is a thing i mean we've Shall brought it? diseases that we <laughs> can no longer control with our plant like it's a thing i get it Absolutely. um z i love talking to you Oh, I love talking to you so much. Can you tell us where we can find you? Yes, you can find me at Soul Mama Magic with a K on Instagram. That is usually where I'm at. And uh, about once a week, I jump on a live stream and I answer people's questions. I pull out my tarot and I open my own Akashic records to be able to get information more clearly. Um, so hop on, follow me, join me on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, depending on the week for Tarot Tuesday or Witchy Wednesday. And you, are you still doing the moon healing circles in your location? In Can you area. give us that yes. information? So, um, every full moon cycle and new moon i'm working at sacred spa in larchmont um in westchester county where i live in new york and i do host there obviously right now because of coronavirus everything's on hold yes. but as soon as we come back i also promote that on my site and every once in a while i do work at maha rose healing center in brooklyn if you ever wanted to learn tarot i teach intuitive tarot um and i'd love for friends to join me Next time I'm in New York, oh, I'm gonna hit you. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm going. I used to go there all the time when I was in college. Like I went there at least three, four times a year yes. to visit a friend. So now I'm sad that I don't go there. I miss New York. Well, well thank you very time. much. This was very inspiring thank and enlightening. You. And I hope everybody learned something. And if you're open to it, we would love to have you again. If uh, any, yes. <laughs> If anybody has any questions for Z, you know where to find her. I will put her information down below. Um, and yeah, this is, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you Z for taking time out of your day to take part in the podcast. Um, thank you for listening to your favorite podcast, Spilling the Tea Leaves. Again, my name is Michelle. You can find me on Instagram at Remember Love and you can find me online at Remember Love Healing. Make sure to share the podcast, leave a comment. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscribe. Love and lights. And if nobody's told you today, I'm very, very proud of you. And thank you. Bye. Bye.